moved to Marceline. I've lived in Marceline two different times. I moved to Marceline originally in 1933, and I was here till 1945. And uh, in 45, I moved to Oklahoma to Tulsa. My company moved me there, and I stayed there for 25 years, and then I moved back when I retired. Wow! So uh, I've been. I've been retired for uh, 27 years. Wow. I'm 91 years old. Are you really? Mm -hmm. Well, you don't look it at all. <laughs> oh, thank you. And what are some memories you have of Marceline? Well, of course, I worked for the for uh, what what was then Stanley Pipeline Company, which was a, belonged to Standard Oil of Indiana, and uh, my main memories at that time. Uh, at this time, are, are from that work that I did then, of course. Um, I think that, oh, there was probably 50 people or more that worked there. And so far as I know, all of them are, are dead but myself and possibly one other guy. I don't know. That's me. <laughs> all of them are gone. And uh, my memories there, of course, this was depression. You have no conception of what depression was unless uh, you've written. Even what you could read about it, it's no conception. The, um, well, I started work in September 1933, <clears throat> and uh, I started work for $100 a month. And I have often told people that, that Things were so tough at that time that if they would have signed a contract never to lay me off, I'd have signed a contract to work the rest of my life for for a hundred dollars a month at that wow. time. I figured that that was all there was, and of course, um, times were so tough that, that people didn't didn't talk back to your boss uh -huh. at all, and we had some humdingers that come not from here, but. That, uh, that came through here. Uh, they'd come through and, in, and inspect uh, things. And, and whatever they said, you said, yes, sir. How high, they'd say jump, you'd say how high because you didn't want to lose a job. I remember one, one year they came through here and inspected and, and the place was as clean as, as, as your dishes. You could eat off the floor down there. Where, and, and the place I worked is where the, uh, this uh, aluminum... The Moore uh, Company? Uh, no, uh, where the aluminum... Uh, Can't think. Uh, Winda Company was. It's on down past the Moore Company and, and on that road that goes... Oh, like you go, turn down to go county line? Uh, yeah, you go to the county down. line and, and go to, to the and right. And there's a, yeah, that, that first, brick building? First building. Yeah. And then there was a, there's another company that's on that fabricating company. Uh -huh. But at any rate, um, they came through there one time and inspected, and uh, everything looked all right. And the fellow reached up above the door and run his fingers across the door, and it was dust. And everybody there lost their vacation that year. Because there was dust on that one door. Well, of course, it may have been on more than one door, but yeah. then uh, 
they clean you'd clean everything up, but uh, nobody thought about <laughs> dusting that up. Above the door. But anyway, we lost our vacation. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. The floors were painted kind of an ivory color, and uh, then there was brown. I mean, uh, gray strips about this wide for walkways. Every place just painted on there, and a three-quarter inch black strip on each side of that walkway. You get down there and have to paint that little thing every once in a while. You keep that those painted. Gosh, that's <laughs> pretty hard. Yeah, well, let me get a show you. I, I wrote a few notes down myself. Okay. That, uh, I thought maybe it would remind me of some of the some of the things. Uh, like I said, that, that uh, money was scarce, and I rented a five-room house for ten dollars a month, and it's still right right on the street down near the ways. Really? Uh, wow. For ten dollars a month on five or. And every payday, we'd take twelve dollars and fifty cents. I was married. We'd take twelve dollars and fifty cents, and that would last us for our food and for all our uh, entertainment. We'd go out, we'd go to the show and everything on twelve dollars and fifty cents wow. a month. And um, now, I traveled for the company some, and uh, after a while, after I was here a while. And uh, board and room at a hotel was one dollar a day. Board and room, three oh meals, three meals. <laughs> that is just wild. I can't believe that compared <laughs> to what it is now. It's oh just yeah, outrageous. I have here. I, I kept these books, budget books. I have them since night. I started in 1939, and I I still keep them. Same book. But I want to show you the, the uh, I put down everything that we spent. And uh, look at look at the food food costs. Forty five cents. That's nuts. I mean nothing, it's just like you probably got probably got a lot of stuff for just that little amount. Yeah. Oh yes, sir. We we ate well. We ate oh, very sure. well. That's crazy. I can't believe that. <laughs> A cent? Wow. That's crazy. I can't believe that. <laughs> uh, and I, like I say, I uh, I audited for the company. And here is uh, count. This is what uh, 1941. Here is uh, my meals when I was out. The cost of meals when I was out. Thirty-one cents. You probably ate out quite a bit traveling. Well, I was staying out all the time when I was gone. Of course. Gas was like. 
it was like that now. Yeah, that's right. Pipeline through here, you know. They're still they're still being oil pumped through them, but they laid a pipeline, the first line that was laid through here. They they uh, laid a line from Drumright, Oklahoma, to Whiting, Indiana, and it was all dug with, with the spade. Oh my God! Uh, the whole way. Took a long time. How long did it take? And they had to lay it down four, five. Oh no, maybe. I expect two and a half, two and a half or three foot deep. Gosh. And they had big crews, you know, hundreds of men and a crew. They dig a, and then another crew and another crew, and they dig yeah. that. How long did it take them? Oh, gosh, I don't know. It, it was, of course, they had so many people working on it that it didn't take as long as you might think, but, but I, I really don't remember how, how long it took. But uh, I'm sure it took a long time. I remember the winters were so cold at that time. I don't know whether your folks have talked about that or not, but of course they're too young to remember that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Living in Iowa, but, though, they probably. Yeah. I, I'm, uh, I know that uh, the winters were so cold, of course, you didn't have central heat. You had uh, a burner, uh, you know, a, what they call a wood stove, a wood burner or coal burner or something like that. And uh, I've seen uh, in this house that we lived in that you'd have to leave the faucets drip a little, you know, a little bit. And in the daytime with the heat in the middle of the day, it'd freeze a pile of ice on the, on the where, where they drip in the bathroom in the bathtub. That's nuts. And, and the, conversely, the, the summers were just, just the opposite in, in some of the summers. I, and I think it was 1934 or five or six or along there someplace. The summers were so hot. This was Dust Bowl. You, you've read about the Dust Bowl days. And, uh, and uh, this was, uh, we would have dust storms here, great uh, big dust storms that you'd see rolling in. But it never rained, and uh, the farmers' stalk die right in the field because they didn't have anything to eat. They wouldn't any place, any way for them to get them anything to eat. There's no grass. The grass is all dead in the fields. And the livestock, I've seen them right between here and Brookfield, I've seen them. Uh, the livestock just cows just fall dead in the fields. That's nice. And that, that was just one, uh, one special winter, and I think that was 1934. I know. I don't know whether this whether you want to know more about some other things that uh, uh, Marceline was a larger town at that time about. As I, as I can, near as I can remember, it was about 6,500 people in Marceline at that time. We had, uh, uh, 
had two theaters and they, uh, at that time. And uh, our recreation for the young, or young couples that we were at that time, they had two theaters, they had a country club. And uh, they had a nice country club building where the, at, uh, well, you know where the country club is now, the country club lake is. There was a nice, a nice uh, two-story building there. The top of it was uh, all the big dance floor, the open dance floor, and then there was uh, cooking places down underneath. And uh, the other entertainments around here, well, they of course had school courts, uh, school sports. They had uh, we'd go on picnics, honky tonk dances. And uh, there was a place at the fair called Maggie and John's. That uh, it was uh, south of Bevere, about uh, two miles, mile and a half, and just a farmhouse. And they had a, a real large room with a nickel machine in it, you know. But, and you go, we'd go there. The great crowds of us, maybe fifteen or twenty people at a time, and we would uh, eat dinner, and then you just dance, we had this, this uh, Nickelodeon type That's of a dance. Neat. Cost of the dinner would be a dollar a couple. Can't even <laughs> get a pot for that anymore. <laughs> no, no, dollar a couple, and, and all they would feed you. They'd have, they had uh, uh, fried chicken and uh, steak, and they'd feed so much that if say 10 people went, you'd get about eight, you'd buy eight dinners. Yeah. They'd set it on family style because there was so much, wow. there was too much for a while. Of they did that now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And of course, uh, the, the couples played bridge and they'd meet. Uh, and uh, with cover, cover dinner, you know, carry in dinners, uh -huh. then played bridge. The women, well, the men and women would play one round of bridge, one, one, uh, whatever they call it, bridge, and uh, then the women would play bridge and the men would play pitch for uh -huh. the rest of the evening. <laughs> yeah. And we did, of course, for the men, quail up. We did lots of quail. So many quail here yeah. at, at that time. We'd. Uh, We'd go out for quail, and you, there's no, no question you were going to get plenty of quail. And uh, we'd all meet at somebody's house, the women would all be all there. When we came back, we'd have a quail feed. Uh. No, no question they were going to have it. Uh, I know uh, the. Uh, Another thing that everybody did was to come up to the depot uh, when the, uh, the super chief would always stop here. And uh, at that time there was very little, if any, people flew. And uh, the, the uh, Hollywood stars would all ride the super chief. And the super chief would stop here long enough for the people to get off and walk around. And one big main attraction was every night people would go over there and, 
and meet the stars from, from Hollywood that they walked up and down. Another thing they'd do, um, Saturday nights, everybody seemed to go to town and park on the street. And I, I don't know what, why, but everybody did this and watched the crowds go by of people walking. And uh, there was so uh, many people that would go up to, to park on the street that way that they'd go up in the middle of the afternoon and drive their car up and park it and leave it there and walk home so that they'd have a good parking place for a Saturday night. <laughs> that sounds like what we do for parades and stuff. Yeah. I don't know how many you want to ask questions that I uh, I don't know whether I can answer or not. Is there any uh, different businesses? You know, like what are the... All the businesses have changed so much that that, uh, that you just can't already describe how much they've changed going up and down the, and the, on the streets. I know the newspaper office, you know, where... Uh, that lot is beside Keenis's uh, uh, uh -huh. place there, that vacant lot that he's got, got it fixed up real nice, uh -huh. straight across from the bank. There was a, uh, a two-story building there, and uh, the newspaper was printed in the basement of that building. Yeah. They had a basement in there, and uh, that's where the, the newspaper was at one time, I don't know. Uh, how long it was there or anything. Uh, specific businesses, I can remember when there was a two-story building and that was probably earlier than, than this because uh, I had relation here and when I visited. But there was a two-story building where the uh, savings and loan place is there and the top floor was a theater. It had a room pictures up there. And um, uh, they were silent pictures, and you had a piano player, you know, that would play the piano all the time. The movie was going on. Yeah. And uh, I suppose specific, we had four, at that time, we had four uh, car dealerships here. They had a, a Ford, and they had an Oldsmobile in Plymouth. Chevrolet, that four car dealership. It's kind of hard to believe now. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> well, I don't. I can't think of any particular. What special do you remember about Walt Disney? Well, I not anything particular. Um, I wasn't here during the time that he lived here. Um, I, I was acquainted with his, I don't know, with his brother or some Disney relation that lived here. He, had, uh, he plowed gardens around here, and, uh, and he was still there at that time. But I, I never knew anything about uh, Disney other than I know that the school he went to is where the Bringers. Uh, uh, store is. Uh -huh. There was a school there at that at the time. And, uh, that, and I think that was the school that he, he went to. 
tell you much about that. And well, during his visits back here, I was gone at that time. See, I was gone from 1945 till to 1970, 69, November 1969. Um, who are the, the, you know, like the elder, as you guys would look up to the elderly people, who were that when you lived here? Well, as you guys were a young couple? Oh, well. Remember any, anybody in particular that really stands out in your mind? No. Uh, we had neighbors of uh, Mr. Duell, the Duels. Uh, and uh, uh, one time I knew Mr. Ramsey was the first um, highway patrol, I don't know, captain or high on the highway patrol. And he lived across the street, and, uh, and of course he knew him. And I don't remember the. I think like you folks young today, you don't know many old people. <laughs> Didn't pay attention to them. Uh -huh. <laughs> <clears throat> well, is there anything else you'd like to add? I mean, anything after? Well, I, <clears throat> I can't think of anything. Personal things I. Think of some of those, of course, but uh, I don't know if they'd be of any you know, literary interest. Oh, anything you well, I, want I to add? The, uh, I was talking about how hot it got here. Of course, the uh, where we worked, we worked six hours shifts. This, this was when uh, the NRA was put into effect. And uh, the company changed from eight-hour shift to six-hour shift, so that they put on more people to work. The government requested this, and uh, we'd work uh, six-hour shift six days a week, 36 hours a week. And uh, of course, this was all night, uh, around the clock. Somebody, and then you'd change shifts every month. <clears throat> And it was so hot that, that you couldn't, you had to sleep in the daytime. It was impossible to sleep in the day, but there was no such thing as air conditioning or anything. I remember I had a, 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 a fan, our air conditioner. It was evidently an eight inch, about an eight inch fan. And uh, I paid a dollar for that electric fan, new, brand new, dollar for that electric fan. That, and. Uh, that was very inadequate. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't cool, I think. So I uh, heard about attic fans. You know what attic fans uh -huh. are. I heard about attic fans, so I decided to build me an attic fan. And I cut a hole in the ceiling and, and uh, got me a motor and, and I bought a, a metal fan. And uh, this motor was. Uh, pretty high-speed motor, and I put this metal fathom on the direct, on the shaft of the motor, direct on the shaft of the motor, got it all bolted down and everything. I thought I'll have my, myself some good air there. And I turned it on, and it, <laughs> it vibrates so that the chairs would bounce across <laughs> the floor, it vibrated the whole house. <laughs> I had to, had to, to uh, change that so then I put it on a, on a shaft where you'd have a big a little pulley on the motor and a big pulley on the on 
fan so that it slowed down. <laughs> Oh, that's uh, everybody laughed about my chairs walking across <laughs> the floor. <laughs> Everything was done by hand. I bought a property. Well, two of us that worked at the station, this fellow asked me, he said, would you like to buy a house after we was here a while? And I said, well, I wouldn't. I'm kind of thinking about it. That all right, and we bought two houses. They weren't in good shape. We had a lot to do on them. Two houses and a square block for a thousand dollars. Wow! And uh, and that's part of it is worth as Cedar Brook is. Uh -huh. uh, I owned it from that that top corner. Uh, that that house right on the corner that that. Uh, as you go down to the Cedar Brook, that was uh, where I lived, that, and I bought that out. And it was a little better than the house next door. So uh, I paid 600 for my house, and he paid 400 for his house. Of course, we had to do a lot of work. They, they, they didn't have, uh, it had electric lights, but it didn't have uh, water and sewer. And we had to put that in the water and sewer, we're right in the street. Right, right in front of the house. All we had to do was connect it. But, but it was so deep. It was that, that water and sewer was eight or ten feet deep in the middle of the road. Wow. And we had dig, we dug that all out, of course, by hand. Oh, yeah. Had to dig that down there and lay the the water. And we laid the the line low enough so that we could put basements under the house later so you had to dig down far enough to put a basement in by hand. I can't believe the prices <laughs> of all this stuff. That is just yeah. nuts. Coal. Of course we heated with coal and um, uh, we would go and buy our own coal out the, the coal mines around downtown. And uh, I know it was in some of these books that, that, I, that I have, I have uh, how much coal we bought and things like that. It's probably down in these little uh, Cool. It says 1301. Now this is 1940. Yeah. That's, that's uh, three tons. Wow. For 13. 6,000 pounds. 13 dollars. Uh, it was a. So that was. Uh, Three tons. How much was that? Thirteen oh one. Thirteen. Wow. That's ordinarily it was about three dollars and a half a ton, and we had a trailer and we we hauled our own coal.
how much coal did you go through in like a oh, winter? Probably eight or ten tons. You'd uh, the uh, the uh, stoves were so inefficient that and the, and the coal here was very uh, poor grade of coal, and you you bring in a, a coal bucket full of coal and you take two buckets full of cinders and ashes out. Oh, <laughs> it, yeah. It, uh, it was so bad. And uh, I was away from home quite a bit. My, later, my wife went with me all the time. But when I first started auditing for the company, I, I'd be gone. And I jokingly told people that I hated for her to carry those big coal buckets full of you had to carry from the coal house and there's no yeah. no indoor plate heating or storage or anything and so I bought her a little coal bucket so that she she wouldn't have to carry those big coal big buckets <laughs> oh, that's... Yeah. well is there anything else off the top of your head you oh, can I think of not not Marceline I, I of course I've seen a lot of I was born in 1906 wow. and uh, I was just like about eight years of being old enough to go to World War one uh -huh. and uh, I, I remember when World War one entered ended uh, I lived on a farm now this is besides Marceline I don't know whether oh, you were that's fine yeah I lived on a farm up close to Wiconda I don't know you know <clears throat> and, and I was uh, back in the field. We had a big farm there, and, and I'd go up the morning. I was 12 years old, and I took four horses and a plow, and would go up back to that field. Was breaking the ground, plowing, and uh, about 11 o'clock this day, the, the, I was close enough to a to a town named Luray that I could hear, and the whistles blowing, the church bells were ringing and everything. <clears throat> and, I, <clears throat> and I heard this and I stopped and I wondered what, what in the world was going on. It was a celebration that they, that they just got word that World War I had ended. <laughs> That's neat. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, I was too young to go to World War One and too old to go to World War Two. <laughs> like you got good there. Yeah, I, I was just uh, in between. Well, I don't know of anything, anything else. Okay. Well, there's many interesting.